This is TTELT, Teaching Tips for English Language Teachers. I'm Dr. Eileen Hale. Welcome to today's episode on technology tips presented by Dr. Daniela Hassa. Daniela is a professor at the University of Tirana, Albania. I got to know Alba sorry, Daniela while I was working as an English language fellow in 2019 in Albania and had the wonderful privilege of learning from and collaborating with Daniela when we taught technology in the classroom for master's level students that were studying to be English language teachers. So with no further ado, I'd like to share Daniela's technology tips with you. Oh, hi, Daniela. So good to see you again after over a year since we've seen each other in Albania. Thank Hello, you so Eileen. much. <laughs> Thank you so much for agreeing to participate as an interviewee with us at TTELT. We welcome Gina as well. Hello, Gina. Hi. Hi, Daniela. It's great to meet you. Hi, Gina. Nice meeting you too. So just as a formal introduction of Daniela, this is Daniela Hassa from the University of Albania, Tirana in Albania. She is an English language professor and she and I met each other when I was working as an English language fellow in Tirana. And we co-taught some courses together and collaborated on an article and other things. So anyway, Daniela, I'd like to give you the floor and ask you to tell a little bit about yourself to our audience. Okay, thank you, Aileen. Um, so my name is Daniela, and I've been teaching at the Faculty of Foreign Languages at the University of Tirana, English department. This is my 17th year of teaching at this department. Uh, I teach various subjects, which are mainly linguistics, as well as teaching methodology. And I'm very keen on actually professional development courses not only provided in our faculty, but also those courses that have been provided through various um, providers such as the US Embassy or even some open courses online. Um, I always feel that there is a need to fulfill me as a professional in teaching EFL, so English as a foreign language for us. And because uh, my bachelor degree was a bit different from what I'm actually doing at the faculty because I graduated in British and American studies. So I knew little about teaching methodology. So that's why I was really keen on uh, professional development courses, focusing particularly on teaching English as a foreign language. Fantastic. Thank you for your introduction. And having worked with you at the university, I know that there's often uh, technical challenges, let's say, with technology. Yep. And that said, for our audience listeners as well, um, this episode is geared towards the challenges as well as the benefits of integrating technology. So Daniela is very familiar with all of <laughs> both these challenges and benefits. So I would ask you to share how did you first get interested in the whole concept of integrating technology into the classroom, given the limitations of Wi-Fi access often, at, even at the university and classrooms and that kind of thing? Well, first of all, it started as a necessity for personal use. 
because uh, we also, as professors, we have to do a lot of research and because we have limited resources and in infrastructure or library access. So I had to learn to navigate and get myself around in, on the net. So then later we uh, introduced this new subject to our students as part of their master degree to pre-service teachers and I was nominated for this course. And uh, it really, I it was very challenging at the beginning because even students are very skeptical how they are going to integrate technology when we do not have any technological tools, when we do not have Wi-Fi access in our university building. Uh, therefore, I had to work really hard to change even their mindsets or even their, uh, their way of learning and their way of being involved in the course. So, but everything changed at the moment that I did an online course uh, provided by the University of Oregon and founded by US Embassy. It changed my way of teaching and also the positive feedback that I was getting year by year uh, from my students it made me more ambitious or it really encouraged me to improve my teaching skills. And that's how I became even more keen on learning about how to integrate technology and also how to overcome the various obstacles that I was faced. And that's why I did a lot of online courses, even open courses, because the funding is also a problem. We do not get any incentive for doing any professional development courses. These are based only on personal initiative. So I was always looking for um, available courses that were free of charge. And this is something that everybody can use. There are a lot of open courses that you can participate as long as you're willing to improve your way of teaching. I just want to add a little follow-up question for our listeners out there that have similar the challenges of integrating technology, not so much the integrating per se, but the lack of Wi-Fi access, um, reliable, both at either at the university and or in classrooms, school classrooms. So I wondered if you might just address that further because say you equip teachers with this technology enough that you have it in your university to a certain degree and students might have Wi-Fi at home or have access to it at the internet cafes. But how do you bridge the other challenge of teachers integrating it into the classrooms that may or may not, often may not have Wi-Fi and internet connections in the classrooms? Well, Aileen, I think there are various apps and various programs that teachers can use, not necessarily being online. So sometimes I encourage my students to, to work at home. So as teachers, we have to do a lot of work at home. We all share that, that our teaching is let's say only a little bit, of, uh, a little percentage of what we are actually doing at home, getting prepared, designing our materials. So I encourage my students to take a lot of the videos, to download them at home and then process them. So design their own offline materials. And then after they can bring that to their classrooms and that's what they have been doing. Now they're very good at creating videos of course, they use some apps that are on trial, free trial for a month, and they are also taking advantage of that. And then they are adapting them and bringing them to the classroom. So this is one way of overcoming that difficulty. Another way is also for, um, they have the book. This is another restriction that our teachers have in Albania. They have to be very strict to the curriculum. 
So I also encourage them to get the book, but the book is always outdated. It's not, uh, it never reflects the reality. So I always encourage them also to take other materials online and adapt them to the syllabus and to that book that they have available. So this is one way. And as teachers, we always bring our resources. Mm -hmm. Thank you, that's helpful. The downloading part of what you described is very helpful. I think for our listeners. So if you wouldn't mind then addressing some of the benefits and practical aspects of integrating technology tools into your classrooms and in your teacher training. Okay, um, I think that one actually another um, stimulus that made me use technology and integrate it more often and encourage my students was to tackle another problem that I was facing with my students. And this is not only my students, but it's like a general, um, let's say educational drawback that we have in Albania. It's the students' autonomy. Uh, they are very dependent because we come from a very long tradition of Eastern educational methodology where the teacher is, let's say the God, he knows everything, the old knowing, whatever the teacher says cannot be challenged by the students. So it, they become very dependent on what the teacher has to say and what the teacher has to give them all the materials and resources they expect from the teacher to find and not, not them. So uh, I think the using technology and different uh, multimedia tools will, it has increased their autonomy. And they also become more interested in their in the learning process because they are actually taking part together with the teachers, not any, anymore only the teacher in the classroom, but they're also part of creating that learning uh, environment. And they become, of course, more involved. Another benefit that I have observed throughout these years with this subject is that students have actually been involved in practical tasks and uh, they have, actually delivered uh, tangible products in the end. So they do not only read and write something by heart, but they are actually creating something. And uh, by creating something and by being hands-on on that task, they also find it very rewarding when they see that they have something of their own in the end, something that they need to own. And they become more responsible they become more reliable because they are also getting used to working with deadlines. This is also a new concept they have, that they are being introduced to, that everything, there is, there is a deadline for every assignment. And you know that the computer never lies or they can't actually come up with excuses and say, oh, I lost it or I forgot it at home or I didn't know that we had this deadline or just go beyond that deadline. I always tell them, the clock on the computer is very accurate. So once it reaches 12 o'clock, it ticks at that time, make sure your assignments are delivered. The first two weeks, they find it a little bit difficult, but they actually become so used to that, that it's always there by midnight because we always have the midnight. And another uh, positive uh, aspect is that Actually, I do not measure their progress by something that they learn by heart. So it's not anymore like automated learning, but they have actually to do things and they have to demonstrate that they have mastered the skill by actually doing something, either delivering a project in the end of the class or they have weekly tasks that they have to deliver. So they are actually working on weekly basis. It's not that they, are, they have only left everything for the end. 
And I think this is also better for their um, for their knowledge to the for when we talk about the long term retention of the knowledge and of the skill, rather than doing something only in the end. So they have time to practice to see what difficulties they have and to improve the next week. And another thing again that I've noted as a positive aspect of that is that um, they work together in teams. And I have introduced them to some of the main principles of cooperative learning. They either swim or they swing, they stink together. So there is this positive interdependence within the team that they all work hard in order to actually succeed. And we do not have only one winner, but they are as a team winners. And this actually promotes their teamwork and their collaboration. That's wonderful. Thank you so much for showing, sharing all those benefits. Um, having worked with you in one of these courses, I know some of the products that the students produce, if you will. And would you mind sharing a little bit about how you too, as a professor, saw not only a personal and professional benefit to the students and to the community, because some of the things they created were mutually beneficial beyond the classroom. Okay, since they are going to be teachers, but not all of them are going to be teachers, and if we research a little bit the job market in Albania, there, are, there is even a high demand for interpreters, translators, or even tourist guides. So as the class or as a group, we thought that we will create um, a little bit of a dictionary, like a, a mini dictionary for taxi drivers. And it was part of their uh, technology project. So they will include uh, various um, ideas from what they have learned in the technology class. Apart from that, uh, we tried to create a free app for waiters and with useful vocabulary related to drinks. And actually the students were very keen on working with you, Aileen, as well, because we even, we are exposed to a lot of English in Albania, but still uh, having the opportunity to speak to a native speaker, having the opportunity to be exposed to a language that is spoken by natives, not by us Albanian teachers that perhaps do not have that accent that they are really keen on learning. So this is a very valuable opportunity and that's why they seized that opportunity. And together with Aileen, they recorded all the conversations and they uploaded that on that free app. So it was very satisfying in the end. They also learned how they have um, learned new skills on how to manipulate various video materials. And last year we had the first time that we had to deliver the whole class online. It was even more challenging for them and challenging for me as well. So uh, I had a very um, rewarding time or it was really nice, all the feedback that I got from them. And we even had a TikTok video with students actually teaching and bringing realia to the classroom. And I can show them perhaps in another time, all these products, these tangible actually outcomes that I have, I had, had in a way I had the privilege to get it from my students because it shows that this had a positive effect on them. They are also used to learn, uh, they are introduced to various apps and programs that are useful for teaching and learning English as a foreign language, so that when they will become teachers in the future, then they can use them in the classroom. And the, I think the, another great benefit that they get, this a personal benefit, is that they get to get some real class uh, teaching uh, time. So they are actually 
practicing themselves how they can teach not only through a book but how can they teach together with um, the use of technology yeah that was very impressive to see how they really learned as we all know pedagogically when you teach somebody else that means you really learned the concept so Indeed, we witnessed how well the students were able to utilize the technology and teaching one another with their apps and the products that they created. Thanks so much, Daniela. Um, is there anything else you wanted to add about student testimonials or any other aspect of integrating technology for our listeners? Well, as teachers, we are also uh, interested in knowing whether uh, this has had a positive result or a positive um, benefits for them it has been it has been a great advantage or not for them so in a way I wanted to gather their feedback but again as I said coming from a tradition where the teacher is the god and they are afraid of actually expressing openly and sincerely what they think about the classroom but an indirect way of getting that is through their reflective essays in the end so they also have to have some written examination because that's how the regulations are. I need to have a written project. So I've asked them to bring to classroom in the end of the year a reflective essay, uh, reflecting on their personal experience with technology. And I can really see there the impact that the class had uh, on them. And this is a way for me gathering also some evidence that what I'm doing or is right or what do I need to change for the, for the upcoming years. And another way of collecting this evidence from my students is also through their internship or their practicum reports. They have to do a 12-week uh, practicum uh, in high schools, different high schools of Albania. And last year I had the chance to read some of those reports and I was really happy. They didn't know that I was going to read them. So mm -hmm. I was really happy to see in those reports that they were really thankful for the subject that they had the opportunity to do while they were master students, so in pre-service teachers. And that really helped them, especially through the pandemic. And they even had in a way to collaborate with the teachers, with long, uh, with teachers that had a long experience, but they were not so exposed to technology. So in a way they were the novice teachers helping the more experienced teachers in this particular aspect. And we also have a class survey that I collect, but that is only in the end after I submit the grades to them so that they do not feel pressured by the grade that I'm going to give them and then give their feedback or their opinion. And everything has been positive so far. Wonderful, that's fantastic that you've gathered all that data for demonstrating the effectiveness of technology integration. So thank you. Anything else you want to add before we just want to ask you a couple of personal questions about projects that you're involved in, but before we get to that, anything you want to wrap up for our listeners about yeah. integrating technology and maybe Gina might want to add any final question? Well, actually, um, technology is a never ending process. It's uh, we are and now a days where it's, it's actually being proven that technology is so important and it's playing such an important role in our life. And I come across 
let's say every day to different things or different articles about technology or different apps that have been introduced. It's not like I know everything about it. I learn every day a little thing about technology or the different apps. And I try to take down notes or to bookmark them on my computer so that I can introduce that later to my students. I can actually share with um, whoever is, will be listening this podcast, some interesting uh, apps that I came across. One of them is All My Faves, and it's actually allmyfaves.com. It's like all my favorite apps. It, it was a very useful app to stay organized for us as teachers and have everything or all the apps and the website in one place. I usually have my folders in my bookmarks to organize my apps according to when I need them to use. But this is everything in one place. And you have also other apps that can be uh, introduced by other people who have the same app. And then you can, in a way, collaborate with other teachers as well. I would uh, recommend that the others can also have a look at it, especially those that are uh, working all the time with their computer and they have different websites or different applications, different programs, they can organize it there. And another, uh, as a teacher, again, another uh, program or another website is Live Binders and it's www.livebinders.com. It is, it, this is also very interesting uh, because it's, it is like an online folders that you can create all the materials. And even if you have a course and you want to deliver an online course, you can use the, dive, the live binders. You can upload all your resources there and the whole course is organized according to the main headings and to each folder. So it's the same as if you have all the folders organized on your desktop or on your computer or on your hard drive, but you can have it all online so it can be accessed everywhere and anywhere and everything is saved there. Because we know how sometimes we may lose information and it's very frustrating after you've had organized such everything on your computer. Mm -hmm. And interesting app for teachers that can be used and I just used it today because as I said we also had the challenges of Wi-Fi and today we were faced with short with the power cuts in Albania so I didn't have Wi-Fi and I had to work through my telephone through my mobile data so I had to organize everything on the spot and I did a, call, a Kahoot quiz for my students because I had to teach them the use of articles to my ESL students today the use of definite and indefinite article, but I couldn't do that through my, usually my whiteboard that I share when I am on the computer. So I did a Kahoot quiz, what they know or what they didn't know about the use of articles. And Kahoot are always nice quizzes and it's like a game. They can see their name on the screen and they're happy when they get the, uh, all the questions right. So this is also a, a nice app. And another app that I really like, this is the Ad Puzzle, so it's adpuzzle.com. What I like about the Ad Puzzle is that it is linked to various channels such as TED Talks, the Khan Academy, National Geographic, and YouTube, because this is something I'm also encouraging my students not to use Wikipedia, because they all think Wikipedia is the only source and the easiest source to find the information. So in a way, I'm also trying to 
uh, teach them to be internet wise when they try to look for materials. So having uh, some such as TED Talks or Khan Academy, National Geographic and YouTube, these are let's say some prestigious or reliable sources of information and they can extract any content from these videos and they can create, turn it into a teaching material or create their online classes. Great, yeah, we love Cahoots. Yeah, we've done a whole episode on that one because uh, all the students love Cahoots. And I, I enjoy using Ed Puzzles as well. So thank you for sharing. I hadn't heard of um, all my faves, so I'll have to check that one out. I like it. Uh, it sounds great. Um, so that was my main question was to tell for you to, to, to tell us some of the technology that you really like. So thank you for um, answering that. And I'm really excited about the upcoming workshop so that we can um, learn more about your technology and, um, and you can organize. And we decided that that would be Friday, March 12th at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Is that right? Yep, that's right. Oh, I can't wait. All right. I'm really looking forward, forward to, to that, that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so uh, Eileen, um, what was, it? you had another question, I think. No, that was it. Um, how teachers can find you if people want to follow up with you, Daniela? Oh, well, I'm easily reached through my email. It's hasadaniela.gmail.com. You want to spell that for us, for our listeners? Yes. Uh, it's H-A-S-A-D-A-N-I-E-L-A. -E so it's hasadaniela at gmail.com. So you can send me an email. Great. Sure, you'll have. And we'll we'll put that in the in the notes so that um, people can email you if they have any questions or, or about anything that you've said. And we will um, also be putting links to the workshop so that people can register and um, and learn more. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much for your time today. We really uh, all benefited from your knowledge you've shared with us and look forward to going more in depth with you in the workshop in March. So thank you to, to both of you, <laughs> to Aileen and Gina. It was really thank nice meeting you, Daniela. Nice meeting you too, thank you. To recap our top teaching tips, one of the tips Daniela mentioned was downloading materials before class. In case your Wi-Fi connections aren't working, which happens to even us <laughs> all the time. So a uh, great little tip. Use projects to promote collaboration with your students. And a few websites that Daniela mentioned, which will be in our notes. One is called allmyfaves.com, like favorites, livebinders.com, and edpuzzle.com. And again, these will be in the notes. So for the upcoming workshop led by Daniela, Integrating Technology with Limited Resources, Tune in on Friday, March 12th at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, which is 10 p.m. in Albania for all of those in Eastern Europe <laughs> time zone. And our TELD workshop quizzes in the classroom will be on Thursday, February 18th at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Secondarily, Friday, February 19th at 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So there are two options for that workshop. You do not need to sign up for both. Choose one or the other. And check out www.worldtimebuddy.com 
sign up for TTELT workshops on the workshop page of TTT, sorry, TTELT.org. That's a tongue twister. <laughs> Finally, the workshop on using music in the classroom with me will be Friday, February 26th at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And don't forget about TTELT Talks, our monthly discussion with English language teachers, which is being hosted starting this month, the last Saturday of the month. So February will be Saturday, February 27th at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Enjoying TTELT? If you find these episodes helpful and would like to donate, please don't forget to go to patreon.com on our website, GoFundMe, or PayPal. Any of these ways will successfully help you contribute to the cause. Thank you so much. It means a great deal to us. Want to join the team? Send us a voicemail and or email at tteltinfo at gmail.com or go to our website www.ttelt.org and subscribe to our podcast and YouTube channel. Join our Facebook book group, <laughs> Facebook group, TTELT, and follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Thanks so much for tuning in. We'll look forward to seeing you on our next episode. Have a great day.